Hey, what is good? It's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo, and welcome to Bobo's Block. If this is your first time joining us, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this weekly block party that I have every time I step behind the mic. But if this is your 65th, 68th, 71st time or whatever, what up, dude? It is good to see you. And of course, I want to thank you for coming back and kicking it with me for the one time on the one time. You know that, of course, I I, 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 I always have a lot. I always have a lot going on. So <laughs> this week is no different. But let's go ahead and start this off by saying this show is solely sponsored by my Patreon. Patreon is where you can do the most good and help for Bobo's Block and One to Ground Media. And oh my God, this week we, we need it. Um, <laughs> for the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. And of course, you can find multiple tiers there. Multiple. from Starting from a dollar all the way to $3,000. And normally, I'll be like, don't click that $3,000 link, but please... Click that $3,000 link and become an investor in Bobo's Block and Wonderground Media. Oh, I need it. I, I need investors right now. Um, I'm going to get into that in a second. But you guys, of course, can go into patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. And yeah, help your boys out. Help your boy out. And let's go ahead and go into the update. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Um... This week has been going like a roller coaster, and it's like highs and lows and amazing things. Um, last week, I, I want to like talk some personal stuff or whatever. You guys know that I still work a 9 to 5. I am, I am not fully transitioned like I wanted to be into working as a podcaster. And that's, that happens. It's understandable. Real life. Right? But um, I, got a, I got a promotion at my job, and I feel like my hard work that I've been doing has really been appreciated, and I'm really proud to, like, do what I'm doing now because I hate it. I, I, I was dying in my old position, like, legitimately losing my mind. And when I was offered this new one, I was like, okay, yeah, let's see what it'll do. It'll take about, like, three weeks, they told me. They hired me on Friday. I have started my new position Monday. It's it's Tuesday when I'm recording this. Yes, that episode is late. I know it's late. I'll get to why it's late in a second. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy now. I have a better schedule. Have better outlook on going to work and coming home from work and start or, or getting off from work because I work from home and stuff like that. So I'm I'm really excited. And even when or if we have to go back to the main office, I I feel better with this position than what I was doing beforehand. So yeah kudos and good shit all around so that is a big update for me personally so ho, 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 you you know how i was just pleading for you to um um no, no i'm gonna get to more good stuff before i get to the back get more good stuff before i get to that so i did an episode with our friend of the pot of the week this week i'll get into them of course again um when they get it but i did an episode of call like you don't see it and you guys will be able to check that out when I go over the friend of the pot of the week. Um, when I did that episode, something horrible happened. Something horrible happened. So um, I'll go into full detail in a mini vlog in a mini vlog that I'm putting out on Friday on YouTube. But I broke my work computer. I broke my work computer. 
Like it it's it's done ski. Like I gotta send it off to get fixed, but it's it's bad. Um <laughs> you're probably like, How are you able to do this episode, Baba? I have I have a laptop. I, I'm able to finagle my way through any audio issue or so like the soundboard's fine. Um, like the, the, what I used to mix in the codec that I used to connect to the computers, all that's fine, but it's, it's that computer. <sighs> I'm so like, that was, so I was very tired and it didn't sink in to me what had really happened until like a day and a half later. And I'm, I'm going to need help guys. I'm, I know that I normally, I say it every week. And I'm never like pushy about it, but please, if you could subscribe to my Patreon, I really would appreciate the help monetarily. You guys do give me love and support and share my stuff all over, but your boy needs some coins <laughs> to get this computer fixed. I, I like said I have I have things that are always going on in my life, bills and all that good stuff, whatever. But like to have a way to monetarily support the network because that had legitimately majority of the networks did like yeah it's mostly backed up on the cloud and google that's dope and i got a lot of stuff on OneDrive. yes but that that is that is the main hub of wonderground i i had the digital backups i was literally literally ordering the physical hard drive backup to like move everything over but you know how that goes when you you have a plan stuff happens and the plan goes crap and you gotta make a new plan so i'm making a new plan um new plan is 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 happening but it's going to need money to fund it it's it's going to need some help and i i beg of you for your help please <laughs> Again, patreon.com forward slash Bobo, patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. I'm going to be updating the rewards. Um, I'm going to be updating, like I said, a lot of more stuff that you guys can get and, and kind of get more of incentive. Um, I, I, again, and you, if you do that $3,000 tier, you've bought a Bobo. You've bought a Bobo and you are an investor into the network. What do you want? Like, <laughs> um, But, yeah, it is, it's crazy um, how good I feel but how – confident i am in knowing that it's going to be all right like it's going to be legitimately all right so yeah i'll probably put up a more poster so about it especially after the video the vlog goes live on friday so that is something that's um really really been on my on my heart for the past couple of days because i i couldn't even podcast yesterday because i know i had to come in like I, I today i came in cleared up the space unplugged all the, all the stuff or whatever and i'm um, kind of gotten it all together and just got my mind right but yeah um <laughs> yeah that's that is that is a thing that happened to me to me and february is great february is great i still have things that i want to be accomplishing and you guys definitely will be seeing that in in series of this show and other other things that i'm coming out with again so yeah all right, I think that I, I think I've, I've begged enough. So let's get into the friend of the pod of the week, week, week. And of course, like I told you, it's my homies that I call it like I don't see it. Um, the boys G and AD, they are they. they oh, I love them. I love them so much. 
Um, they have been supporting me, like I said, for the past, like, feels like a, a good bit, like a year or some change or so. Like, we met each other over Twitter, and like I said, we've been going back and forth, listening to each other's podcasts. We've been on, um, I've been on their podcast. This is my second time. I have to get them over here to the block. I really want to get a day to where, like, I can bring in all of my friend of the pods of the weeks so you guys can, like, officially hear them on the show because they're, they're family, man. They're family. I definitely can't wait to um to get into a lot more stuff with these guys. Like, I hope we can do, like, some digital collaborations and things of that nature. But, yeah, I'd lo- I do love – um being on their show and you can definitely go check out the episode I was just on all black earth thing. And we talked about black history, top black superheroes. We talked about anime. We talked about Boba Fett and the show that he's not in that's named after him. And, <laughs> and we, <laughs> we, we go through a lot of stuff, man. So you guys definitely, if you are already a supporter, go ahead and follow their um, Instagram and their, their Twitter, go ahead and like them on Podbean, on their Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good shit. Follow them. They are so fun. They are literally, as I told them, black history in the making. Like, they, they're they actively black history. So, yeah. That is the friend of the pod of the week. And now, um, let's go ahead and get into Around the Net. And ATM this week has, a, <laughs> has some goodies. Has some goodies in it as, um... You know, we 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 love bringing up some of the the hotness, the new nostalgia and stuff like that or whatever. And no better way to start this off is with one of my favorite old school shows being confirmed that they are getting a reboot. SWAT Cats, T-Bone and Razor and their amazing jet fighter that they have in a junkyard are get, are coming the fuck back. This is going to be from Tremblay Brothers. This is SWAT Cats Revolution. The cats are back. We got um an announcement that'll probably be a Kickstarter coming up soon. So I'm hyped. Me and I tell you, me and my best friend um from ele- like this is my best friend since elementary school. Like we've known each other since like kindergarten first grade. We have been SWAT cat fans all our like all of our childhood and it it never stopped we used to call ourselves t-bone and razor he was razor i was t-bone and like i said it's it's so good to see one of your one of your faves like get revived like now that we have SWAT cats back i need someone to bring back pirates of dark water you heard me that's right pirates of dark water if you don't know what it is please go google it and get your life my god um i'm excited for this reboot and i i hope to see them like successful in the entire like acquisition and like hope they get picked up and this is going to be an amazing um amazing retelling or probably even just like said a continuation of the story so i'm excited to see where they go from there But also in Reboot News, we have the good, and we also have the bad. If you guys remember, I I want to say last year, there was some talks that there was a Boondocks reboot in the works, and it was actually on its way to us this year. But it looks like um, Cedric Galborough revealed that Sony Pictures Television has pulled the plug on that reboot. It's a lot that would have had to have happened with that reboot. So there would have been um, an explanation of what happened to Pops because, you know, Tom Witherspoon is no longer with us. would have been an explanation of this is going to be a time skip or this is going to be a retelling of the old, like, of the 
old comics or there's going to be retelling of the actual like cartoon that came on Adult Swim. Like there's a lot that probably had to be taken in consideration. So we hopefully, hopefully someone will be able to pick this up and we'll figure it out or so. But yeah, the Boondocks is not going to be coming back. It is a very, very sad thing to hear because like, well, I love the Boondocks. Like, I was a huge fan of the little comic strip back in the day. And also, of course, the anime. I'm, we, we wanted to call it anime. The cartoon, the Western cartoon that came on Adult Swim. It was revolutionary in its um, storytelling and the way that they portrayed the characters. And also, just the, the fucking grade A cast that they pulled together for that show. From people like John Witherspoon, Regina King, Charlie Murphy. You had folks, like I said, of of amazing black iconic status just lending their voices to this show and it's so amazing to see the impact and legendary like hold that it has on us so i i I hope that one day we are able to get something for this okay so up next we have a couple of marvel news stories so for this next thing i gotta let you guys know this is a comic book this is in this is a comic book um, thing. This isn't anything that they have given much detail on, but on February 3rd, um, Marvel released two images that I saw. There was the all-new with um, the Hulk Wolverine hybrid and looks like Anti-Venom or Anti-Carnage or so, and all different with the Black Knight and also the Elektra Daredevil. And there hasn't been much talks about the all-new, all-different lineup because we tried this with the all new, all different comics. So you had Wolverine keep passing the mantle over to um, X-23 and she coming officially Wolverine. Sam Wilson became Captain America. Jane Foster was Thor. Like you had all new characters taking up the mantles of these iconic characters and all different stories that where it, I enjoyed the fuck out of them. A lot of people have their gripes about them because you're changing the coming and you're all the girls and what are you doing? What about my guys? What are the white guys with blue blue eyes and blonde hair? Why aren't we looking at them? So yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, um, I want to see where they go with it. They haven't. I have not seen anything particularly um, about it as of late. Um, I just saw those two tweets, and I wanted to talk about them. Like I said, it literally looks like an anti-venom carnage, and it's like so. I've seen the the Hulk Wolverine hybrid thing. I can't remember its name. I really can't. But um, yeah, this is this is going to be different. It's going to be interesting. And we get new stories from new characters. I always love it. And they're going to really be pushing the black Knight. I get why he is on the front with Electra, who is currently daredevil right now. But like, I got, I have to get into the black. I really don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big black Knight fan. So hopefully there'll be something that we can, we can get that'll pull, pull my interest. Yeah, but I, I would love to see probably like, if not even like a new Avengers team or new just team up in period, period. So, yeah. So, I'm very excited. I'm very excited indeed. So, let's get back into the docket. Next up, as I told you, another Marvel story. Um, Armor Wars, the highly anticipated um, continuation of the Iron story. Um to be led by like War Machine, and we're going to see what happened to the collection of armors. We're going to see what happened to the Ar- Iron Man legacy, honestly, because that's been a big thing in the 
in the MCU. Who's going to be the next Iron Man? They, they were all thinking it was going to be Peter until we forgot who the fuck Peter was. Um, but like I said, we also know Riri's coming. We also know that we have um, Iron Lad, who has been there, who's there, who's a kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah, they're going to make him an Iron Lad and shit. Like we have the the makings for the next Iron Man family to arise and you also have morgan his daughter and is there's a lot that could be going on there's things that we have to that we have to figure out and kind of situate ourselves. but we'll we'll we'll, we'll finagle it um yeah armor wars looks to be start filming um very soon reportedly this month um from disney plus so i'm excited to to see to see what they do with it. And I want to see the behind the scenes leaks and I want to see like who's showing up and making cameos and shit. Cause like I said, we had, we had a big cameos in Hawkeye and like Kingpin. And we also had, like I said, introduction of other new characters or so that are getting their own shows like echo. So yeah, I, I love to see who's going to be making their cameos here and who we're going to be setting up for a bigger, um, bigger part in the MCU. So that's going to be dope. Alrighty. Um, what is up next? What is up next? Okay, let's talk some video game news. So this isn't even like, oh, game coming out. This is big shit. So there's a B4 happening. <laughs> we know that Xbox literally just acquired Activision um, Blizzard from out of nowhere. And it was pretty big because they also got the IPs of Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, which are honestly some of Sony's biggest iconic characters. Like they, they are exclusive characters, too. So if you're trying to make a power move, it would be smart to bring those characters to your console. Right. Now that you own the company, they literally like Bruce Wayne did. They Bruce Wayne the goddamn company. So Sony not to be up um outstood like outstage or upstage are like overshadowed. They bought Bungie. Yeah, Sony <laughs> Sony legitimately bought Bungie, the company that that produces plenty of Xbox content, of most notable Halo. But um there is one thing, Halo is not in in this actual like acquisition because i don't think bungie owns halo's properties anymore that is actually specifically xbox and microsoft but yeah that is that is big like these are these are fighting words like legitimately pulling out your your money fist and scrooge mcducking the fuck out of somebody in the face like um and sony has said that there are more acquisitions on their way. The CEO has confirmed, um, Jim Ryan says Sony has many more moves to make following the Bungie acquisition. He also recently spoke about Sony's ambition to grow its live services. That scares me because hearing that they want to grow their live services means they might try to buy Twitch. Because Microsoft used to own... Um, the I can't remember that live streaming service. It's one that Ninja went to, and then they just closed it down because they sold it to Facebook. I'm sorry, Meta, and um, yeah, that that was so that was Microsoft's little into the streaming game. But now, um, it I think they're in partnership with Facebook Gaming or so because they sold to Facebook that that whole streaming service. 
but we, we we might have to actually see what comes next with all of this because that this is crazy at this point. They're they're really just throwing money around and just <laughs> and trying to embarrass each other at this point, and it's hard to do, especially at this level of like of like of this level of notoriety of games and 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 like so what what's next like somebody's gonna fucking buy square enixes now like what do you what do you what do you, who do you buy fortnite like you just buy the whole like like i don't know i just it's hard to to kind of see where things where things could be but this kind of competition really plays out well for the gamers like we get more access to favorite characters we get more exclusives we get more um more competitive edge from both of the the makers and the the console wars deepens nintendo's been sitting pretty they're they're doing fine they don't need to do any of this crazy shit so um <laughs> nintendo is all up there almost with the pc race like you get you children play along like go ahead have your fun throw your money around we'll we'll just pick it up when you when you're done like <laughs> um but yeah that was a huge acquisition that sony just did by by acquiring bungie and and people are like, oh, well, they didn't get Halo, but they got everything else from Bungie, and Bungie makes some good ass fucking games. So, and I can admit that as a Sony fanboy, Bungie makes some good ass fucking games. All right, so yeah, uh, moving forward in the docket, let's go ahead and move back into some comic book news. So, it looks like Batman will be moving to New York. What? Don't worry, it's not Bruce. <laughs> um, looks like they are giving New York a Batman again. Batman has not been in New York as the city for, I want to say this, about 80 years, back in the 1940s. Um, it's crazy because Jace Fox is currently the Batman in the I Am Batman comic series, and he's going to be the next Batman as touted by Future State and the people of D.C. So, yeah. So we're kind of seeing his his year zero or his year one type shit with the I Am Batman series. And he's going to cut his teeth in New York. He's just moved to New York. And, and um, it's a whole write up on it in IGN. Um, you guys can go check it out. And of course, I'm excited because I get to see more of this story, how it plays out. And it's a different Batman than we've ever really had to get to know. So Jace is not Bruce. Jace is a little bit hardcore, but like um, seeing him take on New York, which is relatively in the DC continuity hero list. Um, I'm excited to see what twists come about this. Um, JC, they say in uh, the IGN, um, IGN article, I am Batman number six. As Jace moves from Gotham to New York and brings his brand of vigilante justice with him to a town that normally has no costume heroes in his own. To find more about this change of scenery will affect the so-called next Batman. He's not a so-called next Batman, by the way. He is the next fucking Batman. IGN spoke with a series writer and 12 years a slave screenwriter John Ridley to learn more. Check out the preview of the new issue of the slideshow. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't want to read that. Um, Ridley actually said that this wasn't his idea originally to move Jace to, um, to, to New York. 
And where is it? Yeah, he admits that it wasn't even his idea for the setting of I Am Batman from Gotham, New York. The credit goes to the former Batman group editor, Ben Abernathy. But once the subject was broached, Ridley was completely on board. As he explains, it's a way to give the new Batman his own place in the DCU, outside of the shadow of Bruce Wayne. I think this allows Bruce to have Gotham and Gotham to have Bruce forever, which is the way it should be. And that's very important because, like I said, I couldn't see Bruce moving to New York. Yeah, he can visit. He can do work in New York. But, like, Batman was in New York, I want to say, for a few years or, like, a few issues in the comics way back in the beginning. But, like, they said, like, in issue number four, they moved him <laughs> to, to Gotham. He was in Gotham. So, yeah. I, I really like the way that they're playing this out. And I, I enjoy the Jace Fox character and how they're – giving him his own lane to be Batman, but also respecting the lineage of the Bat family. So I'm, I'm hyped to see where, where we go with this for sure. Indeed. All right. So moving along in the docket, um, we are, I think we're at the, at the end of it. Whoa, man, that's crazy. I just, it's some, but this one is, Oh, uh, all right. This one's pretty big. So, Black History Month is in full effect, and I got one of my, I got one of my Black History Month bucket list um, scratched off. Oh my god! So I'm not just not to take this as lightly as what's going on, and so because this is a pretty heavy topic, and we've talked about it in the past. Um, it's literally been an orgasm. Aquafina, yeah, there's that name again. Aquafina actually leaves Twitter after addressing her accusations of the appropriation of Black culture. Now. This is something that is a double-edged sword because when you know, whenever you do something big on Twitter, there are always going to be people who take it way too fucking far. She did um, state that this was like, oh, I was told that for my mental state or my therapist said I should just leave Twitter for a couple of years. And she says on her bio now that this is going to be done by her social media team until 2024. But you know how, you know how people are when they're like, I'm leaving Twitter. They, they, they don't be gone for long. Like people will be like, I'm never posting again. And then like three days later you see a post from them. So yeah, she may say it's her team, but it probably may be her secretly. You never know, whatever. But I, I wanted to take the time and say she, she could not, she could not run from this conversation for as long as she has without this backlash finally getting to her. Um, and it's of course noted because she left Twitter literally after she put this up. Um, it's very interesting. I think it's because of the NCAA Image Award nomination. Um, I know she didn't listen to my goddamn show. I know she didn't, she doesn't really care. Like it's, it's a, a amalgamation of things that finally got her to be like, Oh, maybe, maybe it's time to talk about this. And I don't want to read everything that she said, but she kind of summed it up and she's like, Oh, well, I, I, I know that like, like, I know it's like very TikTok culture and, and they're aggressively use it and stuff. I never, I never wanted to make it seem like I'm making slider fun or blah, 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 blah. And the black and that people of color or African-American community does deal with a lot of atrocities and everything like that. And that, that just AAVE has anchored itself in mainstream genre and like, but 
it feels so forced. It feels like she's taking an easy walk around the conversation because she says she is not her nature to 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 belittle or mock or be or to be unkind about by using this. We never said you were unkind. We said you profited off of it. You used our culture and our language and our our vernacular, our swag, everything about being black, you used it to get on. And then you dropped it when they started giving you bigger bucks. We never, like, appropriation isn't always used to mock or belittle or make us feel like, oh, you're dumb or whatever. Like, this is this is us saying, hey, acknowledge that you you, you clearly did it. Like, you pulled an Elvis Presley. Like, that's not anything that you have to be like, oh, I, I, I no, well, I, I didn't mean to, like, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean anything by it. Like, no, you meant something. Right? You meant to get money. And that's it. Like, you meant to get money. You meant to get the, notor- the notoriety. You meant to get the accolades. You meant to get the big parts. You meant to get everything that you got from it. But for some reason, after you got it, you didn't stick with how you got it. And that's where our problem came in. Because you used a black set to get where you are in life. And now, now you are very, but so like, well, I'm just, I'm an advocate and a starch advocate. And she's like, well, I grew up and, and, and I, I was influenced by the music I listened to and the people I hung out with. And that's all well and good. Yes. But again, it's the way you went about things. And the conversation had to finally be had. And, and people, again, they, did not go easy on her. I don't condone death threats. I don't condone telling someone to go kill themselves. But the conversation that I saw of people trying to get her to understand where she where she misstepped or faux pas or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was genuine. Like we've sat here for years and said this like you were a whole rapper. You were a whole rapper. You started a a whole com- comedy career off of this black set and in this just way that you are paying homage to hip hop and and using the vernacular to to oh say like oh I'm I'm from this culture or I'm from this this background because I grew up with black people I grew up with black people around me so I I that's just how I talk I grew up with a lot of people around me I still developed who I am without having to to appropriate or or put on to be accepted it's a hard thing to to say someone like hey maybe this is good she got the fuck off of twitter but maybe it's good she got the fuck out of off of twitter it's one good for her health because again she doesn't need to be she doesn't need to be subjugated to the to the to the harshness of how niggas on social media are. So, yeah. But, again, have the conversation and be real about it. And if you can't have the conversation and be real about it, if you want to just pussyfoot around it, maybe it's time you to step away. She says she's still going to be on her other social media platforms or whatever. But, again, maybe it's time to step away. Like, just go, just do your work or whatever. Like, I can't not, I can't tell you not to get money. I just could tell you not to get money by using a black set. That's really it. That's all my opinion is. Stop using 
our culture to to further your career. That's all we ask. But um, that is that is what's happening as of right now with that situation. So it's kind of an update to our the Cookout is Closed podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think I think want to hear the end it here. <laughs> so this is probably going to be a bad transition. But I actually um outsource the musical break this week to my favorite birthday girl shout outs to my person um thank you for being so supportive of me this whole time getting me through all this shit or whatever and of course i wanted to give you the birthday shout out and of course the pick of the music of the week so this is shuba indian summer i hope you guys enjoy and thank you for kicking it on the block. We'll be back right after this. And we're starting a new series. This is my first series that I'm doing. It is the Blurred, um, yeah, the Blurred Legacy, I think I'm calling it. Yeah, 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 our Blurred, yeah, the Blurred Legacy series. So, yeah, yeah I had to confirm my notes. My bad, y'all. <laughs> uh, again, lots going on. But, yeah, we're starting the Blurred, blurred Legacy series. Jesus, get it together, Bobo. The Blurred Legacy series in this episode is about our voice. See you when we get back.
Okay, hey, welcome back, guys. Thank you again for joining us back here on Bobbo's Block. And I told you, this is the start of a new series. It's probably going to go all February and probably like in the first week of March because I did one um, week of February already. But um, <clears throat> I wanted to name this the Blurred Legacy series because, like, I've always talked about how our legacy is just black nerd creatives and, like, people of color in general will be seen from the future so and i know it's difficult um because we've had a, a long arduous road of just getting basic ass recognition so i named this one our voice because i wanted to focus on prolific black voice actors and i've done that before in um voices of our childhood and you guys can go back i talked about chris summers talked about a lot of um dope black voice actors that did western um cartoons and voiceovers and things of that nature but this one i i want to focus on anime because there there's always been and we've talked about this as well like a really interesting in history between black people in anime um and there's always this misconception that black people either don't watch anime or they, they're just watching anime just trying to be white or they're just like, oh, there's no real black people in anime, so why do you watch it? Like, there's no real white people in anime. Why do you watch it? Because the people that are predict are, are the people that are pre like put in anime are Asian. Like, they're literally, like, they're always in Japan. But beyond the point. Um... There's always this this misnomer that we don't get involved in anime and we, we don't have anybody to represent us because there was a point in time where we did have to deal with animated blackface where they were putting white and non-black voices onto black characters, specifically African and African-American characters. They were putting white people as the voices of them, not necessarily in the... Japanese um, version because like again they're in Japan if there is a black actor or a black person who speaks Japanese they probably use them or so but again or there's a Japanese person portraying a black character it's mostly when it's like a white Italian or like anybody who's they're doing an English dub for they would hire a white actor or actress to voice the black character um, over a black actor and it was very weird and we didn't understand it. And even like I said, even with, um, Western comedy, we had a whole thing where, um, Cleveland Brown, the only like, pr like prolific black character in family guy was voiced by a white man. He is currently now voiced by a black man, but we wanted to hear on the block shit light and show love to our black voice actors who be doing the goddamn thing so let's go ahead and start off um we're just naming a few and then we'll get into i'll get into more of my ranty nature so so of course there's there's a list that i'm pulling from this is from animatedmotivation.com anime motivation um is a small little anime news site you guys check out their blog check out their their content as well um this one was written by theo j ellis theo j ellis is one of the contributors to animemotivation.com okay so yeah these are a list of black voice actors and unsurprisingly small and large roles in the industry for anime dubs and anime subs okay so yeah so 
OG Banks has done Naruto Shippuden. He's done um, many of things like outside of anime. He's done a lot of Western comics as well as um, anime as well. But he was in Naruto Shippuden in <laughs> um, in the Lightning Tribe role. Um, Camille Minter, she is in Cannon Busters. If you guys know that, is an actual black um, created anime on netflix if you guys want to go check out cannon busters honestly has one of the best fucking intro songs top 10 anime intro songs i love it so much um kevin um thelwell he was in fairy tale cassie iwulu she was in kimono um yeah kimono friends uh, to apologize <laughs> john eric bentley was in baki he was one of the yeah, one of the great voices in baki Gabriel Kunda is in My Hero Academia, um, Boku no Hero. Um, Akron Watson is Jormungandin. Uh, sorry, Jormungand. Yeah. <laughs> Samitra Iwunes is Michiko Tuhachin. She was in that. Like, she is one of the baddest police officers in, in Michiko Tuhachin. Um, of course, Samuel Jackson is Afro from Afro Samurai. Can't you can't make an anime list without putting Sam Sam Jack in that bit? Like it's course. Um, Charlotte Dupar is in Full Metal Alchemist. Um, Kimberly Woods was in Sword Art Online. Um, Alkazation. Um, Mark Swint was in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Wendell Calvert was in Agami Kot Kill. Um, Inuka Okuma was in DBZ. Um, she Onuka Okuma was actually the voice of Android. Motherfucking 18. My God. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Amanda C. Miller. Amanda C. Miller is the voice of Boruto. And also the current um, Sailor Moon Crystals, Sailor Jupiter. Um, Zeno Robinson, also in My Hero Academia. Um, that is the voice of Hawks in My Hero. Um, Danny Chambers in Ancient Magus Bride. Um, Ray Hurd is in One Piece. Ray Hurd is one of the generals in the Navy. Um, Keith Silverstein is in Hunter x Hunter. I'm sorry, Hunter x Hunter. It's, uh, that was just, um, I do apologize. I didn't mean to, mean to do that to y'all. <laughs> He's in Hunter x Hunter. And um, that is Hisoka in Hunter x Hunter. Fucking craziest part about it, right? Um, Bo Billing Billingsley is Jet from Cowboy Bebop. Of course, we all knew Jet was black. And uh, of course, Current Jet in the um, live action adaptation is also also black. Um, J. Kalen Castle is in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, Lori Stahl is in Promised Neverland. And of course, um, some other honorable mentions for black anime voice actors is Orlanders, Orlanders Jones and Hayuk. Ali Mims in Fairy Tale, Christopher Dontrell Piper in Dragon Ball Super, Major Attaway in Psychopaths, Randy Agarbor in Nanabaka, um, Danielle McRae in Magi Kingdom of Magic, and Shea Moore in Soul Eater. They're obviously even more black anime voice actors. So if you missed, if we missed any with this list. 
Go ahead and share some in the comments below. Go ahead and tag them on on Twitter. Tag them on my Instagram. Let me know where you know a prolific anime black voice actor. But here's the thing about it. With all of these voices and all of these people voicing so many anime characters, you would still think that we don't exist in the actual space when it comes to black people loving anime, black people enjoying anime and seeing themselves in anime. We act, we are treated as if like, oh, you just like, you don't need to do that. Like, there's still comments on the internet where people cosplay as anime characters like oh this character is not black why are you doing it you only do the black characters or they call that character the black this or the black that that is never the case when when someone dresses up from any other race and they're like oh well, you're just the the irish this or you're just the that like no black people love anime because it's an amazing storytelling um storytelling medium and here's the thing anime loves black people shocker right a lot of people will always point out that a lot of the a lot of the ties to anime creators always comes back to something that they discovered or loved in black culture and i am for one a testament to seeing a lot of it because from jojo bizarre adventure having jodeci as their goddamn outro as their outro to um, My Hero Academia using a lot of their like their traits for a lot of characters from particular Spider-Man like Miles Morales and like I said doing things that you may may see like I said their heroes mimic or, or pay homage to other heroes that are probably like I said familiar to the black community. We always know the the loving connection between black people and Dragon Ball Z and <laughs> even the love hate relationship we have with a lot of the character um, portrayals. And so, but like I said, there are black people who have been there like the whole time, either they have been voice actors, they have been th able to animate or illustrate things or say translate or whatever. Black people have been involved in anime since we've known that anime was a fucking thing. Like, <laughs> I understand that you may think that we are excluded from this because, oh, this is Asia. This is this is something that you you probably wouldn't understand. Like, no, we get it. The stories are not difficult. The stories are the same as the stories that we tell all the time. And we and now the generation, my generation, we grew up on anime. We had anime from the jump when we didn't know it was anime from Speed Racer to Astro Boy to fucking um G-Force to to Transformers to all the little things that we were indoctrined with Pokémon, Yu-Gi-Oh, like fucking like every little step our 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 heart beats anime like it's crazy to you to think that our voice is never included when it comes to anime and the culture that has come about from it we honestly the blurred culture are kind of the reason why anime got into the mainstream as it has now because you know why niggas thought it was cool niggas think something's cool that shit becomes mainstream and honestly i i hate to be the guy to like say that this is happening because of black people but if it was not for black people prolifically loving anime the way that it is and making it very cool to be 
just in love with Japanese culture. Like from kung fu movies to anime, it's always been a relationship between Asian and black culture that has always crossed boundaries. You can't tell me that there hasn't been. You will literally sit on a hill and and die before you re- you realize that black people love anime and Asian culture and it's not a thing that we're just trying to do to put on. Like, come on. There's no because we, we can go take it even back to um, Aquafina, the appropriation of, of black culture that she did to come up or so. And I said she this is something she was she grew up around and things like that. It is a complete and total 180 when it comes to black people and their admiration and love for anime. We love our characters and we we have the same full on. Like I said, I would, I would put it like hardcore fandom for anything that we've we've always been putting ourselves into but i i have been an anime head from jump because again i've watched so much anime even before i knew it was anime even the old godzilla cartoons like i said the the japanese ports that came over that that were kind of whitewashed americanized but this is still anime at its heart it's still. I used to get up and watch Sailor Moon every day at six in the morning before I get dressed for school. I used to get up and and on Saturdays around seven thirty to make sure I catch Speed Racer. I used to get up and watch G Force with my brother, and he would explain to me what's happening. But then I get older and I learn that oh, G Force is um go 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 racer. Um, sorry, not G Force. Mock Speed Racer is go go go. Mock go 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 and. G-Forces War of the Worlds and Sailor Moon was all like all Jap- Japanese footage merged in and this like and even when it comes to simple things like Astro Boy was an American reboot of the actual adaptation from the Japanese like some Japanese anime like when you you go back into things that you loved and you realize that this shit is anime like I didn't know anime anime until I was in like I said middle school with Dragon Ball Z and like oh this is anime I used to watch Outlaw Star Trigun Dragon Ball Z Toonami like we got our feet wet with Hanna-Barbera's um what was called Boomer Action and all that shit whatever but we we are not new to this we are true to this we are the ones who have been loving it from Jump Street. Don't try to exile and exclude us and exclude our voice in the conversation of anime, in the conversation of of comics, in the conversation of anything. Because our voice is what carries a lot of this around. Our voice is what gives it credibility. Because if we don't find it cool as fuck, and if we don't think that it's something that is deemed to be mainstream or worthy, everybody in Nile is going to pick up on it. Because something that we do is we set the pace blurs set the pace you know you always have that one kid who's super nerdy but he's really cool with somebody and then like you 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 see that he's gotten like the 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 football players or like the jocks into into this thing and yeah like because again you you would think I would, because I'm a nerdy kid, like me and my friend Marcus were both nerdy kids, but we hung out with one of the coolest motherfuckers we knew, our homie Sterling. He was a basketball player. He was like a ladies man. He was he was smooth. He was like, he had the little waves going, but my nigga would always love to sit and watch anime with us. He loved to watch Dragon Ball Z. He loved to watch all the stuff that we were into because he was into it. We, again, we set the pace. So keep up. 
I think that, that uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. This is the start of the series. This is our voice. Our voice is what get us heard, what gets us here. And I want you to know the importance of having black voices in anime, in Western media, on your TV, on your podcast, wherever you may hear black created content, support it. Okay? Support it. Our legacy is blurred, comes down to a few things. And we'll get into those things each week this month, all right? This week, it's our voice. Never lose it. Never lose your voice. I've been your friendly neighbor, Nerd the Babo. Of course, you could find me everywhere that you stalk your ex on social media as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bobo FNN. It's again B O B B O F N N. You guys, please. Oh, oh God. Oh. Uh, please help me out and head over to the Patreon. I, I, again, I don't ask y'all for much, a dollar to like five dollars, whatever, whatever you can give, please. I need it. <laughs> like I need it bad. Um, I am going to put the Patreon one more time on the show. Patreon.com forward slash Bobo. That's Patreon.com forward slash B-O-B-B-O. It is in the description below, along with all of the other links and timestamps below as well. Um, even if you just want to donate to the show, like you don't want to do a Patreon, we have a donate button on our Podomatic page. You can do a one-time donation. Even I think with Patreon, I think it gives you an option to do a one-time donation or something like that. But yeah, I just, I just thank you guys for the support. And if I can get the support with help getting this computer back up and going, Please, that would help out so much, so much. So I've been your friendly neighbor, Nerd the Babo, and until next time, I will be seeing you on the block again, all right? Thanks for kicking it with me. Peace.